It's game day, and this is the home of Scottish football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as the SPFL takes centre stage after a big week in Europe. Rangers will have to put thoughts of PSV to one side when they host St Johnson. Stevie Hamill's first official game in charge of Motherwell is at Pataudry with Livy Hibbs and St Mirren Ross County also on the cards. Ange Postacoglu takes Celtic to Killy for the first time tomorrow. We'll also see how Dundee United respond to their mid-week mauling. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me in the studio, Gordon DL, Mark. Wilson and Hugh Evans. The Premiership is the place where there is never a meaningless moment. Rangers will, barring a miracle, go top of the league by five o'clock tonight. Something has to give in Paisley when two teams, St Mirren and Ross County, without a point so far, come together. Stevie Hamill, first game in charge of Motherwell, but he's facing an uphill task at Pataudry and... Will Hibbs come to the boil once again after stealing a point against Hearts last weekend? It's Martin against Marvin at Livingston. As I always say to Mr. Bartley on the programme, pass and move, Marv. Pass and move. <laughs> that was a good opening. Yeah. Oh, good day of football ahead, Gordon. Weather. Sunshine outside Fans going along A lot to look forward to Rangers a chance to go Top of the table For Stevie Hamill First big test Away to Aberdeen And Jim Goodwin Will be looking to kick on For that great result Last week Livy against Hibs Always intriguing And bottom of the table Clash Can St Mirren Get their first win Of the season Yeah good uh, Good weekend of football Coming up Gordon After obviously Disappointment of the European campaign For Dundee United Thursday But well done to Rangers On Tuesday night Terrific result for them But They'll be concentrating in Beats and Johnson, who quite rightly said, so important to get the three points on the board. Celtic playing at Rugby Park tomorrow for a catch-up. But I'm looking at these games today and my eyes take me right to St Mirren, Ross County. Desperate need points. Manager at St Mirren must be under a little bit of pressure. And a new manager stepping into the shoes at Pataudry. And we wish him all the best, Stevie Hamill. But he's got a tough task against Jim Goodwin's Aberdeen. I mean I must admit Hugh Keevans I'd like to be able to come up with something a bit more creative A bit more out there than to discuss the weather But what a day to be going to the football Never have I been so jealous of Roger Hanna in my life before And the rest of the top team The fans that are out and about We are in a windowless studio <laughs> With no idea of what it's like But on the drive in I, That's all I could think about What a day to go to the football Yeah I watched the fans on the railway platform As I was coming in here today Getting ready Most of them on their way to Ibrox There will be a massive crowd there There will be an atmosphere Something akin to what happened midweek when USG were knocked out of the Champions League qualifiers by Rangers And obviously Giovanni Van Bronckhurst wants to get a result and performance That has everyone in the proper frame of mind for the arrival of his fellow countrymen PSV Eindhoven and led by Ruud van Nistelrooy Yeah, it was a terrific result And I think that it's all about timing in these games, Gordon you look at Rangers, we were listening to the game the way home and, they, you know, they, they had to get that first goal and it looked like it was getting in half-time nil-nil. You know what like it is, it becomes difficult, the crowd got a bit anxious in the second half. But they got the penalty kick right on the stroke of half-time and that man, reliable as ever, Tavernier steps up. And after that, you think, Rangers, it's just a case of coming out, 
job done For Dundee United I'd like to welcome Jack Ross to the Seven Club um, I, I'm a member of it As uh, I was quite rightly pointed out here several times I'm sure Matt's a member Are you a member? I'm of in it, it? Yeah. Matt's in it as well So yeah. well, welcome Jack uh, it. It's a long I watched the second half after the show And I've got to say uh, Being in those shoes uh, is a long, long hard yeah. night Yeah, there's a joke in there about Gordon DL and 7th Heaven But we'll move on very quickly <laughs> before we get ourselves in trouble uh, I'm sure we'll speak to Mark Wilson Former Dundee United player about that night uh, on Thursday as well There is a lot to get through Strap yourselves in Saturdays in Scottish football Rarely disappoint We're here all afternoon till 6 o'clock You can tweet your thoughts You can get in touch and speak to the guys on Twitter at Clyde SSB. And as always, I'll give you the nod when it's time to get in touch on the open line and we can reflect on everything that's happened in this afternoon's game. So let's start with Ibrox then, shall we? In the sunshine, as I'm sure they all are. Rangers against St. Johnson. Gabriel has the teams. Yeah, big game here between Rangers and St. Johnson in the glorious Govan Sun. It's a chance to go three points clear at the top of the table for the Jers and really put pressure on Celtic before tomorrow's tough trip to Kilmarnock. Now, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst says he expects a similar game to the one that was against Killy last weekend, a tuna win uh, with another so-called low block to break down. But he believes that his team, and don't forget there are several new players in there, are growing in strength every single game with better understanding amongst them and players returning to full fitness. The Dutchman makes four changes from Tuesday's brilliant 3-0 win over Belgian opposition in the Champions League. Sands, Arfield and Lawrence drop to the bench. Ryan Kent, having returned just returned from injury, isn't in the squad at all. Uh, ben Davies also makes his first start and league debut. The team is as follows. John McLaughlin in goal. The back four is James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, Ben Davies and Borna Barisic. It's Ryan Jack and John Lundstrom in midfield with Malik Tillman playing the 10 role. Scott Wright and Rabi Matondo out wide and Antonio Cholak leads the line. The substitutes are McGregor, Yilmaz Davis, Lawrence Kamara-King, Arfield, Fashion Sakala and Morelos. Now the Jers have won the last three meetings between these two sides but it has always been a tight affair. There was of course that famous game a couple of seasons ago when the Saints won here on penalties in the Scottish Cup quarter-final. And these are incidentally the last two winners of that competition, although the Saints team is completely different now to the one that lifted the trophy back in 2020. Calum Davidson's men had a massive win at Motherwell last week. They started uh, with a late loss to Hibs and a poor League Cup campaign so it was crucial that they did get those three points on the board and Davidson names an unchanged lineup that shows you how much belief he has taken from last week's victory. A club captain Liam Gordon is still on the bench as his new signing Daniel Phillips. The team is as follows in a 3-4-2-1 formation Ray Matthews in goal, a back three of Ryan McGowan, Alex Mitchell and Andy Considine Dre Wright and Adam Montgomery are the wing backs with Melka Halbjerg and Canny McPherson in midfield. Graham Carey and Jamie Murphy are behind Thelonious. Bear up top. Substitutes are Parrish, Kuchariavi, Gordon, Crawford, Ballantyne, May, O'Halloran, Brown and Phillips. One of those days, Hugh, we get many of them. Saturday, three o'clock, bread and butter. If you're Rangers or Celtic, they fall into a similar bracket at home. Nothing less than a, a convincing victory will do for those fans that go along. What can St Johnson do to frustrate things? It's a bus versus a Maserati St Johnston are the bus They'll need to park it across the goal And challenge the Maserati to find a way around it uh, That's up to Callum Davidson What chance does he have? Otherwise he can't attack Rangers You'll need to see if he can get something by Trying to stonewall them for 90 minutes But it won't work A car pun from a man who can't drive Interesting, mm, yeah. I must admit But a um, good one Mark Wilson, it is a familiar 
movie we, we hear it a lot on a Saturday afternoon When the phone line's open It's bound to be St Johnson had 10 men behind the ball And they tried to frustrate And they tried to slow things down And so on That is obviously the challenge Rangers need to overcome today Of course And they've certainly got the players to do it um, And they will find it difficult at times St Johnson must make it difficult for them And they've every right to do it It's the best it's the best chance of them getting anything out of the game They're not going to come and open up against Rangers Because when you look at the pace Especially up top for Rangers They will get cut open So the Rangers fans going along today in the sunshine May need to be patient But they were patient um, The other night in Europe They got the goals when they needed They were patient a couple of weeks ago as well um, It just doesn't happen in the opening 10 minutes As much as Van Bronckers may want that They may have to just take their time USG had a player booked in the first half for time wasting mm, yeah. in, the, in the European Ibrox So You know You don't need to just uh, Point the finger at Kilmarnock or, or St Johnston Or whoever Any Scottish club Even USG In a Champions League qualifier I thought Oof, We'll just try and stonewall this Gordon and, What jumps out at you From the team news? Uh, the centre half pairing Gordon I think that could be You know Unless Shooter comes in And makes it a three But Ben Davis Has been brought up here To be a permanent fixture for me in that team. Uh, Sands has come in for a little bit of criticism. I thought Sands has, has done all right. I think he's a, a, been criticised a little bit unfairly. Um, Cholag, obviously, the confidence. I said last week um, on Tuesday that there was absolutely no way I thought Morelis would stand in front of him. He gets first goal. He gets on the score sheet again. He must be brimming with confidence, Gordon. Ryan Jack back in there. Uh, it's one or two changes Well, more than one or two changes But four. four changes It's good changes It's positive changes And it still looks a very, very strong line-up indeed Yeah, I suppose, Mark If you're looking at the headline It might be at the back A first start A full debut, if you call it that For Ben Davis Yeah, I mean, midweek I was saying How long is it taking this guy to get up to speed? He needs games to get up to speed And today is a perfect opportunity to play him I, I agree with Daz I think... You know, all going well for Ben Davis today doesn't do anything disastrous. That could be the pairing going forward. Daz is right, he's been brought here from a big club. Celtic obviously were interested in him, Rangers pipped him to it. Um I think that could be the start of a partnership going forward. Uh and, and interesting to see Matondo and Wright coming in. Gives him real pace and creativity at the top end of the pitch. Let's hear a bit from the Rangers manager then, Giovanni Van Bronckhurst. Yeah, well, I mean, it's uh, it's a home game. Of course, we um, we saw also last week against uh, Kilmarnock. We had a you know a game where we see a team like defending uh, in in a in a in a low block. You know, not many spaces for us to play in. But uh, I think we we approached the game really well. You know, with a lot of patience as well. Sometimes you need patience in those games. And for us, it's another uh, league game. We want to win every game we uh, we play, and um, you want to make maintain our uh, 100% record. The movement needs to be there at the right time, the speed of passing uh, needs to be high, otherwise you you won't find any space, but uh, we're improving in those apartments every game. Well, let's bring some of the guys in on that game and see what they're thinking, because it's obviously a big week ahead for Rangers Roger Hanna in Champions League qualification. Does the exclusion of Ryan Kent, Tom Lawrence, for instance, is that with midweek in mind, or, or is every game still treated separately? 
No, I think it will definitely be with midweek in mind. It is going to be a blockbusting couple of weeks for Rangers starting at Ibrox on Tuesday night, then in the Phillips Stadion eight days later. Um, there's a bit of romance about it. PSV. There's huge links between the clubs. You go back to Dick Advoca, Arthur Newman, people like that. And there have been great games between the two sides over the, the years. She'll tell you all about 1978 and the European Cup clash. I remember the 99 clash at Ibrox when, when Advocat side won 4-1 and Van Nistelrooy scored the PSV goal. That was in PSV victory in, in 2011 in the Europa League. So there is history between the clubs and there is an enormous prize 40 million pounds the champions league groups doesn't get much bigger than that for rangers so that's why ryan kent is sitting in the stand tom lawrence is sitting on the bench and it will be fascinating to see the team come tuesday night yeah, it will be fraser wishart because look ryan kent just is one of the main men there's no doubt about it but he was brought back in uh, having been out injured midweek Maybe didn't have his best game Whether that was down to the injury or not Sits out completely again today So you just wonder what the next couple of days will look like He's maybe struggling with his fitness He missed a couple of games at the, the start of the season And I think even though Ranquette does come in for criticism Because he's, he's inconsistent When he's not there I, I think Rangers miss him more More than any any player maybe other than Barrelos at, at times over the last couple of years So he's such a, such a key player And I think if he's struggling a bit with his fitness And gets, maybe carrying a knock protect him because I think he will be a very very important player on uh, in, in midweek and uh, when you're just thinking about it from the players perspective they, I mean, they'll know the importance of, of, of the game guys like Ryan Kent want to play Champions League football you know, the guys who've played with Rangers in the last 3 or 4 years they've done really well, superbly well in, in the Europa League, they brought the coefficient up to a level where because they finished second in the league they still get a go again into the Champions League but they, they'll want to taste that but they'll, they'll know that and that'll be a bit of pressure on them and they'll also be aware, as Roger says, of, of the glory and, and the funds and the money that their club can get as well. So a really tough couple of weeks for, for Rangers players and as a football club, but uh, that's where you want to be. You want to be at the sharp end, you want to be right in amongst it. And it would be great for Scottish football, I think, if Rangers could join Celtic in the Champions League. Great for the coefficient and really just bring our, our, our game just up another level as well. And again, David Friel, that's probably... The thought of the fans going along there today, of course, three points today, the priority, but eventually they'll be looking at the watch and saying, okay, how much time does Morelos get? What does he need for midweek? But then again, if Cholak scores one, scores a couple, maybe he starts that match anyway. Yeah, it's a balancing act for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, Gordon. You know, he has to make sure the team's strong enough and cohesive enough, you know, not too many new faces and new many partnerships, too many new partnerships, sorry to get the result but also he has to think about bedding people in getting people game time including Morelos I think the big one for me is Ben Davis coming in for his debut you know, as the boys were saying earlier he's not up here to be a, a sub to me Ben Davis will be a first pick for Rangers I think Giovanni Van Bronckhurst just wanted to get him in at the right time and I think he, he, he will probably start against PSV at home on Tuesday if he does well today Kenny Miller made an interesting point on last night's show Mark don't tell him I said that by the way uh, don't want the, the ego getting inflated too much but he felt that the game against USG during the week should be a reminder to everyone of what Rangers can do against a team that sits in and tries to frustrate them. Because they might have been a European team, but that's exactly what they did. Yeah. Exactly what our Premiership teams will do. And I said it earlier on, it's exactly what, come five o'clock on a Saturday, we generally get complaints about. But Kenny's thought was... During the week They sat in They got 10 men behind the ball They tried to make it difficult But Rangers just blew them away And that's what you then need to do 
At home to St Johnson And at home to Kilmarnock It's not enough to just Shrug your shoulders at the end And say ah, What you meant to do Against 10, mean, ten uh, men behind the ball Of course And they've got the squad to do it Now James Tavenier And Goldson And you know The guys that have been there for a while Know what to expect From today's game It's the new guys Who are getting their first taste of Probably Ever in their careers That you're expected to win But you're up against This Sea of defenders in front of you But you've got to be creative And uh, you know, Matondo coming in at as real pace, right creativity and Cholak in form. It's got to make me a long day for St. Johnson if they're going to go down that road and just camp in their 18 yard box. I mean, they'll have confidence for last week. They can score goals, but I think they'll find it difficult today. Yeah, and also you've got to remember, Mark, we've been involved in the game as managers and, and players. Going with, going with that attitude of camping in. It's a long 90 odd minutes, let me tell you. And it's a long, hard shift. I've been. You know, at Ibrox and Celtic Park playing as a lone striker with a lower uh, club like Wraith Rovers and you just completely run and, and you eventually run out of steam and your concentration goes and you're allowed to play through. You're right, Rangers will know that. Rangers will know the game plan of Gall- Callum Davidson and I totally agree with them. If I was a manager of St Johnson and now going to Ibrox, I'd be the exact same. I'd be sitting in hoping to frustrate the crowd, frustrate Rangers, try and hit them in the counter-attack, try and have something to hold on to. But the most important thing if you're St Johnson, when you get the ball, you've got to try and keep possession when, of it rather than give it away. But I just think with Matt said, they're right in Matondo with the width, the pace, Cholak very confident. I see Rangers really playing at a good pace today and they could score early against St Johnson and then St Johnson's game plans out the window. When St Johnson played Motherwell last weekend, they, they could persevere in a forward-going sense to the extent that they got all three points with a goal in time added on. But it's all very well it being a long, hard shift. They have no other option but to go through the long, hard shift at Ibrooks because the golf in quality is mammoth. And that is their only chance. Seen a set at Ibrooks. Looking forward to that one, Rangers against St. Johnson. Some interesting team news. We will go round the rest of the Premiership grounds next. Action as it happens and your reaction from five on the open line this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are in the studio the top team the lucky top team out enjoying the sun are out and about at the Premiership grounds we've already given you team news ahead of Rangers St Johnson and an obvious place to start for a couple of reasons it's Stevie Hamill's first game in charge it'll be a great fixture and he's had the furthest to travel out of everyone. So let's bring in Roger Hanna and look ahead to that one. Yeah, and Stevie Hamill particularly looking ahead to it. The new permanent manager of Motherwell, Gordon. Over 550 games for the club as a player. He worked under 12 different bosses across a 24-year association with the club. And now he is the main man. He's the unanimous choice of the Fur Park board from a list of candidates that included the likes of Sven Joran Eriksson, Simo Valakari, Linfield's David Haley and the Central Coast Mariners manager Nick Montgomery. Uh, he's already had a little taste. It was a dramatic late defeat to St Johnson at Fur Park last week after an opening victory at St Mirren and he's already encountering the problems that hit every manager Jake Carroll out for the season with a ruptured patella tendon Nathan McGinley the other left back is still injured Ricky Lamy still suspended he has made his first signing though this morning Norwich goalkeeper Aston Oxborough arriving his paperwork's been cleared and he's on the bench today 
and he has wielded the axe. A couple of changes from that St. Johnson defeat. Dean Cornelius and Callum Slattery restored to the midfield in place of Barry Maguire and Josh Morris, who both dropped to the bench. Some other will line up today. Liam Kelly, the captain, is in goal. It's the back four, Paul McGinn, Beavis Mugabe, Sonja Solholm and Stephen O'Donnell. Across the middle, Blair Spittle, Dean Cornelius, Callum Slattery and Sean Goss. And up top, it's Kevin Van Veen and Connor Shields. On the bench, Oxborough, Maguire and Efford, Oyala, Johnson and Morris, Tierney, Mahon and Spears. Jim Goodwin, he's also had his injury problems to deal with this week. Carl Roberts, new signing from Notts County, out for eight weeks with a hamstring tear. And he's also missing Hayden Coulson, who went off injured in last week's 4-1 win against Goodwin's old club, St Mirren. That means Leighton Clarkson, who scored his first goal, and what a goal it was in that win last week. On loan Liverpool midfielder comes in to this Aberdeen side. Kelly Roos in goal, Jaden Richardson, the skipper Anthony Stewart, Ross McCrory and Liam Scales across the back. Leighton Clarkson and Ilber Ramadani in midfield and it's a three Matty Kennedy Vicente Bejoan and Johnny Hayes behind Bojan Miofsky who scored those two goals in the 4-1 win last week on the bench Lewis McKenzie and Morris Duke Watkins and Paul Vara Duncan Milne and Ramirez the referee a sun-kissed Petrodri this afternoon is Chris Graham and I have to tell you Gordon Aberdeen this week warned of unacceptable behaviour among supporters after damage to the pitch and incidents inside and outside Petrodri last week they've even banned balaclavas so I'm assuming that's why our local man Dave Galloway isn't here today he couldn't get his red balaclava back over his head in time for the show starting <laughs> I wondered if he was causing the trouble when I saw that during the week um, it's an obvious Talking point, Roger Hanna, how often have we got to the 13th of August and we've got a new permanent manager in place uh, from the start of the, the season? It's been quite an incredible few weeks. What did you make of the appointment of Stevie Hamill? Um, you wondered if it was the obvious appointment. We said two or three times in the show that there were no... There was no obvious guy. You know, sometimes when you see a vacancy coming up, there's a, an out-of-work manager who you think is immediately... You know the top man for that job. Motherwell didn't have that. I've been mean, through some of the list of candidates, but you can understand why Motherwell went for Stephen Hamill. He's a club legend. I don't need to tell you that. He is beloved by the Motherwell fans. Um, he was doing very good work behind the scenes in the Motherwell Academy, and along with Brian Kerr, he's been asked to step up and take the first team. Uh, Motherwell could have gone overseas. You know, you look at likes of Simo Valakari, another player popular with the Motherwell support. He's working in Finland. I know Nick Montgomery over in Australia was considered, David Healy in Northern Ireland was considered, but do they necessarily know more about the club? No. Do they know more about the Scottish Premiership? No. Do they know more about the players up and coming through the ranks at Furpar and who are likely to be fed into the Motherwell first team as this as this season goes on? Young Key and Spears has already had a taste of it. He's in the bench today, Max Johnson in the bench today, so Stephen Hamill ticked a lot of boxes for Alan Burrows and the Motherwell board. And it's, it's like anything else, Gordon. It's now up to him to prove he's the right choice. Let's hear from him then, ahead of his first official game in charge. Back in the day, we've done some coaching stuff together. Um, you know, he's went up there and done really well. He's he's recruited well this summer. He's he's got the team kind of where closer where he wants it to be, and it's probably one of the one of the most difficult fixtures on the calendar for us. So, yeah, we've we've prepared well this week. We understand it's going to be a really tough game. Good coach, good staff up there. Um, and it's going to be a difficult one but by the time it comes we'll, we'll be as ready as we can be Fraser Wisher wonder what you made of that appointment it's the obvious um, criticism if you can call it that it's probably not a fair word but the obvious obstacle would be lack of experience no experience hasn't managed before um, but 
loads of managers haven't managed before and then go in and, and, and do a fine job so I wonder what you made of it when you heard the news Gordon here's the joys of live radio just to show it as live you might hear in the background an alarm has gone off and we're being told to leave the stadium so that's the so best news ever I'll keep, I'll keep that answer to Steve Hamill on hold and hopefully get back in at the ground soon but we're being waved out the ground as I speak wow. in fact a few stewards point their finger at me because I'm the only one that's not left in the media area so we're on our way out I'll, I'll, I know that Marvin Bartley says pass and move but I don't nah. think that's what he had in mind really well let's hope it's nothing serious before we make too much of a joke out of it let's hope it's fine and we hear from Fraser very soon do you know what I'm going to say Someone's to you Gordon? burnt the macaroni I've learned more about Stephen Hamill in the last 40 hours than I have ever known before None of it matters a jot anymore It's not about his legendary status It's not about his academy work It's not about what he achieved as a Motherwell player He's now rank and file football manager The only three letters important to him are W, D and L Wins, draws, losses He will be judged on, starting today What he does as a football manager Points on the board If he doesn't get enough points on the board He'll be an ex-football manager Like all the rest I wish him all the best I disagree with Stephen Robinson Who said he needs his head examined For taking the job Of course he was right to take the job But he's now rank and file football manager Results, results, results Always fascinated at how often David Friel football does this to you 22 years ago he made his playing debut uh, at Pitodri And as fate would have it Back there On a managerial debut today What what was your take On the appointment? Yeah I was, I was really pleased For Stephen To be perfectly honest with you I think sometimes Clubs are guilty Of thinking that The grass is greener Elsewhere And there's something Shiny Something new And they don't just Look within their own club You know I agree with the guy You know He knows Motherwell Inside out Experience yeah He doesn't have any But he's worked under Some really good managers He's picked up a lot Of experience In, in the background Working with young players I think Motherwell have gone down the route of Stephen Robinson, Graham Alexander, guys like that maybe going to England to, to always look just like they do for a lot of players. But I think it's quite refreshing to see Stephen Hamill get a chance. Look, he, he might turn out to be a, a, a disaster and it's a gamble for Stephen because I dare say he could probably have stayed in that job in the, in the background for, for years to come, but shown a lot of bravery. Um, and I think let's give him time to go and put his stamp on it, change the way they play. I was talking to Jim Goodwin during the week and he said he's already noticed you know, differences in the way Motherwell play, I know that was a bit of a bugbear for some fans in terms of the direct style under Graham Alexander, I think Stephen Hamill will play a bit more passing, so look, give him a chance, I'm sure he'll blood some young kids as well, which again I think Motherwell really need to get back to doing, and um, you know, yeah, gamble, but I think he could be a good appointment. That said, Roger Hanna, Stevie Hamill can only do so much, you, you need players and you need talented players, and you look at the, the team today, you've just read it out, it is a squad that needs a bit of TLC There is no left back there anywhere um, That's before you even consider The goals and where they're going to come from If it's not from Kevin Van Veen In pretty much every area of the pitch They've added a goalkeeper this morning Which, um, fine, was, was possibly needed as a number two Unless Liam Kelly's got other ideas But it is a squad that's going to need some improving Over the, the next couple of weeks You touched on it Gordon Goals Now Motherwell, I'm sure you would agree Are one of the sides at risk of relegation this season among maybe six in the Premiership and you look around at those six and you think there are teams among them with greater goal scoring potential than Motherwell you know you look at Kyle Lafferty and Ollie Shaw for instance at Kilmarnock you look at the likes of Eamon Brophy when he's firing in all cylinders and fit at St Mirren 
um, and you wonder where all these Motherwell goals are going to come from. You know, Van Veen's a good player, but he's not a 20 goal a season player. And anyone else in the squad at the minute doesn't look like a four or five goal a season man. So I think that is an area of the pitch that Stephen Hamill will look to address between now and the window closing at the end of the month. That one will be a cracker. We hope Aberdeen, Motherwell at Pataudry. I think Fraser Wishart's either back in the Tony Macaroni or was allowed to stay in. Fraser, what's the update? We reached the door and they sent us back in, so uh, we're back in. That was on the far side, the issue was, so that empty, that's where all the, the Hibs supporters are. So uh, I'm back in, heard the talking to Stevie Hamill, so I'm ready, ready and raring to go. Good, what about your own game then, Livy Hibs? We've been calling it the Marvin Bartley Derby, what's the what's the team news? Big man's looking impeccable in the middle of the park, yeah, he's one of these players that will annoy likes of Mark and Daz and myself. A couple of years he's retired and still looking brilliant. But uh, I think it's going to be a, a big game for Hibernian. I think they need to pick up their, their form and start to play the way the supporters want. The fans have been here for quite some time and they'll bring a, a big support as always. I think you think back a couple of weeks, the game against St Johnson, and that was a terrific support that they brought, which is, which is great for the, the home club as well and just great for the atmosphere around it. But, you know, Levy have started the season pretty well with the way they've played over the last few seasons. They made it really awkward for Rangers on the first day and followed that up with an excellent away win at Tannery. It's maybe a bit unexpected, but yet again, they pull out the big result. And I think they'll fancy their chances today at home. Hot day, artificial surface, and Hibs side, talking earlier. They haven't quite got going yet, and you add the fact that uh, Liddy actually beat Hibs three times last season. Two of them here were 1-0 wins, and that's why there's no reason David Martindale won't approach this in a positive manner. Liddy game, as you know, based around getting the ball forward. This time it's Big Joe Nubley, it's been Lyndon Dykes in the past, it's been others. And then get their good footballers like Pittman, Holt, Shinney and Oyonga involved near the opponent's goal on the ball. And that's why Hibs centre-back pairing recalled Paul Hanlon today and Portis will need, need to be on their game as they will be tested. Of course, they got a real lift from Martin Boyle's return and his amazing last-minute equaliser, perhaps not deserved, but it's given the whole team, the whole squad, the supporters, a real boost. Uh, Boyle, unsurprisingly, given lack of training in games again on the bench. But I think the fans will be looking for better Although a new manager and players they just take a wee while to settle in, but they can't do that for too long. Although, to be fair to Lee Johnson, has had injuries. Mitchell, uh, Nisbet, McGuinness and McGeady. And that's added to today with Campbell and Bushiri both out injured as well. But a big club, big squad, they should cope. So a really interesting one today and Hibs will need to be really up for this one if they're going to get anything. Perhaps unsurprisingly, unchanged for Livingston after the 1-0 win against United. 4-1, 4-1 team. Shamal George in goals. Nicky Devlin, Jack Fitzwater... Ayo Obelaye and Christian Montano at the back. Sean Kelly sits in the midfield with four attacking players ahead of him. Stefan Omiongo, Jason Holt, Scott Pittman and Andrew Shinney with Joel Nubli as the main striker. Subs are Ivan Konovalov, Dillian Bamahula, Jamie Brandon, Josh Mullen, Scott Bidsindu, Bruce Anderson, Jackson Longridge, Philip Kanka and Esmail Goncalves. For Hibernian, just those two changes through injury. Machine and Campbell out. In come Hanlon and Jaya Tavares. They go 4-2-3-1. Marshall's in goals. Chris Cadden, Ryan Portis, Paul Allen and Marianne Cabraja at the back. Nohan Kenny and Joe Newell in the midfield. Elias Melkerson and Jerry Tavares are wide with Ewan Henderson supporting lone striker Eliane Yuhan. The subs for Hibernian, Kevin Dabrowski, Lewis Miller, Jake Doyle-Hayes, Christian Doidge, Momadou Boyang, Kyle McClellan, Dan McGregor, Oscar McIntyre and the man of the moment, Martin Boyle. And the referee today is Craig Napier. Looking forward to that one as well. Glad everything's getting sorted in the stands. What about Paisley then? St Mirren, Ross County, the only pointless and I mean on the league table it wasn't a, it wasn't a judgement about their existence the only teams with no points I should say David Friel 
Yeah, I actually thought about calling both of them pointless, Gordon, but I, I wondered about the complaints. Yeah, it's a real intriguing one. Two teams chasing first points of the season. St Mirren played two, lost two. St Ross County played two, lost two. So something does have to give today. And it's fair to say there's more pressure on the home side and manager Stephen Robinson coming out of this one. I heard him in the show grumble about pundits having the cheek to criticise managers last night. But let's be honest, results haven't been good enough for St Mirren. They went out the Premier Sports Cup at the group stage there and lost to Motherwell and Aberdeen in their first two league games. I think Stephen Robinson deep down feels the performances have been better than the results suggest. He also felt Declan Gallagher's red card early on at Patoja last weekend was a big reason for the 4-1 defeat. But I'm sure he's also aware that St Mirren really need to start winning. Um, pressure is on a little bit and they will be after three points today. Gallagher's obviously suspended after that red card and he's replaced by Marcus Fraser in the only change. So St Mirren will be a 3-5-2, Trevor Carson in goals, Marcus Fraser, Joe Shaughnessy and Charles Dunn at the back. Middle five Ryan Strain, Keanu Bacchus, Ethan Erehon, Greg Kilty and Richard Tate with Curtis Main and Jonah Ayunga up front. Subs for St Mirren are Minsky, Kenny, Flynn, O'Hara, Henderson, Olasanya, Offord, Grieve and Brophy. As for Ross County, as I said, they're pointless and winless but had a really tough start. Away trip to Hearts in a home match with Celtic. I don't think there's any disgrace in losing those games. And Malcolm Mackay certainly has been happy with a lot of the play in both of those games. County won here in March, but I think that was a first win over St Mirren in two and a half years, so they don't have a great record in this fixture overall. Malcolm Mackay last week he really stiffened up the midfield to try and frustrate Celtic. This time he's going for it. He's restored wingers Josh Sims, Andrew Wara Edwards in place of Jordan Tilson and Ben Payton. Callum Johnson also comes in at right back for Conor Randall. He actually broke his leg against Celtic last week, Gordon. It was a, a real innocuous one with Jota, but it looks as if he's going about for a long term, so bad news for Conor Randall there. Uh, counter going to be 4 2 3 1. Ross Lade Law goals, Callum Johnson, Jack Baldwin, Alec Yakavita and Ben Purrington at the back. David Kincola and Ross Callahan will be two midfield holders with Josh Sims, Dominic Samuel and Ura Edwards in behind Jordi Hawula. Subs for County are Eastwood, Danda, Latoury, Watson, Harmon, Olegbe, Tilson, Payton and White. As an aside, this is actually one of the VAR trial fixtures so there will be replays and constant communications between the officials and the VAR people somewhere in a truck but referee Grant Irvin won't be able to use that info so it will be an interesting one today. And fans will be demanding to know what the VAR would have given if a decision goes against their team the next couple of months is going to be fun and games right thanks to the guys out and about at the top flight grounds we will go back we'll build up to kick off less than 20 minutes away the team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL in the studio the top team out and about around the grounds some brilliant fixtures coming up in the Premiership and beyond We even had Championship action Last night I'll tell you what If today's games live up to that That will be absolutely fine uh, I wonder Fraser Wishart Union man Will there be water breaks? What temperature does it need to get to To protect the health and well-being Of your members? Oh do you know I don't know I actually don't know that one I, th- I think there might be water breaks At some of the games um, I was actually thinking I think artificial turf Sometimes there's studies That have shown that Sometimes it is warmer because of the heat that reflects off it as well So there might be that here at uh, at Livingston as well But uh, hopefully sense can prevail And I think sometimes what you do is an informal water break When a player gets injured in the middle of the park All the players will pile over to the side And physios and sports scientists get the water into them But it is quite important, you know It's a very, very hot day And when you're running about in the sunshine It can, it can be a problem See, I have no reason to believe that's not true, but I just wonder if it's part of that famous anti-artificial surface agenda that Fraser and the PFA <laughs> Scotland are famous for pushing, Hugh Keevans. No, I, I, I really do think that common sense has to prevail today, and Fraser knows that to be the case, because it's a football match, it's not an endurance test, 
if it is exceptionally warm and there is a natural break where players can have water, then just let them get on with it. David Freel, I'm looking at the list of pundits and I have to say, <laughs> you're my main concern, a man of your complexion, <laughs> <and> Paisley. <laughs> yeah, I'm concerned with myself. I'm concerned with myself, Gordon. I must admit, water breaks. I mean, I'm sitting here in the stand and I'm actually in the shade and I'm burning up, so I don't know what the players are going to be going through out there. Um, I think they'll need to a ball base. It feels, it's Paisley, but it feels like Portugal is absolutely roasting here. And the great thing about Pitodri, Roger Hanna, is you'll probably only have uh, one pair of long johns on this afternoon. Well, and I've got a, th- a heavy jumper and a coat on, Gordon, and Aberdeen, yeah. I kid you not, my uh, Aberdeen <laughs> legend, Willie Miller, is sat directly to my right. And looks as if he's about to go on an Antarctic expedition. <laughs> he has so many layers on. It looks beautiful on the pitch. The, uh, it's sun kissed, as I said to you a few minutes ago. But up the back of this stand, let me tell you, it's not pleasant, God. What a place. I what know. a it's place worse. that is. That, that stand where Roger is is ridiculous. That's the day you get caught with the birds, wasn't it? I got walked in. I had a nice lolly yesterday. Why is that so strange? It's a pretty run of the mill activity for everyone else. I can't imagine eating an ice Exactly what I said. Which ice lolly? Can you advertise it? I think it was a Solero or something of that choice. He's like, hot day teeth to argue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a day it is to be out and about at a football game. That's for sure. There'll be a big expectant crowd at Ibrooks here as yeah. well. Yeah, as I say, today's about laying down a marker because uh, PSV Eindhoven will have uh, a representative at the game. They're aware in Holland that there is a cultural phenomenon here. And it comes in the form of Rangers at home in a European tie. It has scared the living daylights out of many clubs. Last season on the way to the Europa League final, it certainly had an effect on USG midweek. And PSV Eindhoven will not, in any of their matches in Holland, find an atmosphere as intimidating as the one they're about to face on Tuesday. So it's about Rangers laying down a marker. They have to win. They'll probably go top of the league for 24 hours at any rate until Celtic play against Kilmarnock tomorrow. And the fans will want to see a team eager, ready and waiting for PSB. Yeah, I think Giovanni Van Bronckhorst has confirmed that Ryan Kent is just being rested. There's nothing wrong. He's fine. He'll be back for midweek. Another um, debate which came up during the week, Fraser, um, Roger, sorry, which probably shows that we can find debates even when you don't expect there to be one, uh, was about whether or not Rangers should get a rest ahead of the PSV games. It's not going to happen. I don't actually detect any massive noises being made from inside Irox about the issue. Um, but like I say, that there's always a debate in Scottish football. Um, quite simple, I can bring an end to the debate here and now. PSV Eindhoven wanted a break between the two legs, and Rangers don't want a break between the two legs. There had been a row in Holland prior to PSV Eindhoven taking on Monaco in the last round, Gordon. Um, PSV weren't happy that they were forced to play the Dutch Super Cup against Ajax so close to the first leg against Monaco. Uh, they requested it be moved, the KNVB said no. And then, having beaten Monaco and been paired with Rangers in the playoff round, they made the request again for next Saturday's game against Volendam to be called off or moved. And they've decided this time to call the game off. So I think PSV play 
their opening league game of the season against Go Ahead Eagles tonight. Quarter to six kickoff over there. They then come to Ibrox and then they've got a full eight days preparation. Now Rangers could easily have asked the SPFL. There would have been scheduling issues with that. I don't think the game they're due to play Hibs at Easter Road next Saturday lunchtime. There wouldn't have been a free space in the fixture calendar until about January time I believe to play the game so it's a case of the Rangers want to be a game behind Celtic all the way through to January or does Giovanni Van Brockers just want to get another game into the legs of his players they haven't had a huge amount of football they didn't play an awful lot of games pre-season um, we're still very early into the season and it's not as if the games are Wednesday, Saturday, Tuesday You know, they play Tuesday night then Saturday lunchtime and then Wednesday night and I think the Rangers and Giovanni and Broncos have looked at it and thought we're quite happy with the scheduling and unlike PSV we won't make this request Yeah I think he's spoken prior to the game today saying something along those lines doesn't see an issue with it um, but we like how we storm in a teacup here don't we Hugh Yeah James? we do but I've never heard so much nonsense in my life I listened to the Dazzler midweek on Super Scoreboard and he was absolutely correct oh, I, thought that's, I thought that was the nonsense no. <laughs> <laughs> It certainly Why? was the, the season started a fortnight ago Why on earth would Rangers want a postponement There's always a need for people Former Rangers players and fans To have this persecution complex Ah they're getting it Why aren't we getting it Because you don't want it And you don't need it I totally agree I've said on Thursday night um, I couldn't believe it It was a, a subject that was brought up Gordon You're looking at a squad Just now Start of the season You're trying to get players up to speed And the only way you can do that Is with games And people might say Well you can get injured in games But you can get injured in training We know that But I would have been Honestly astonished If Rangers wanted to cancel a game before this You've got to play You've got to get in with momentum Get a bit more sharpness You know Work, work your squad Use your squad mm. Get minutes into Guys like Morelos for instance Still on the bench this afternoon What you telling me another Rest has got to do him any good Yeah I think in fairness Like we've said None of this really came from in the club From the manager or the players Maybe a bit of a, a Fan driven Debate Mark Wilson But it's It's Entirely the opposite Isn't it Today Is about Trying to use This game In a positive sense For yeah. For Tuesday night Give Ryan Kent the rest Fine But get Morelos Some more game time Get Ben Davis's first start It's actually about Using it to your benefit Rather than seeing it As some sort exactly. of inconvenience I think Roger made a good point When you looked at The, the pre-season schedule Arrangers The, the Fixtures weren't piling up I, I remember going back to when I was pre-season at Celtic And we were flying you know, to America and Australia And then even when the season started We still had pre-season games uh, within the league season So there's not been an awful lot of football for these guys But Ben Davis is a big one Because we chatted about him coming into that team It could be a first pick once he gets his fitness levels up And Giovanni Van Bronckhurst is right to put him in today To get him up to speed for next week Do you feel like this... Could be the, the start of him being a first choice centre-back for Rangers. Yeah, it'll be interesting because when Suter comes back, and well, no Suter come in for a bit of criticism against Livingston, but the lad's obviously away uh, sorting out uh, personal problems. But when he comes back, you know he's a very talented player. You know, it gives him the option he could go with three, Gordon, at the back. He may be looking at three, Suter, Golson, and obviously Davis. That's a strong But Ben Davis ain't up here again to sit and be... Um, a, a squad player He'll be wanting to play Every single week 
and he'll need to prove it because they're good competition that area now. And I acknowledge we can't make a big debate of this every single week. This can't just keep rumbling on, but it's still quite early in the season. It's still interesting to Rangers fans if Alan McGregor is going to get an opportunity at some point. Looks like he's going to have to, to wait for it, Hugh. This could have been the day. It could have been that fine then if McLaughlin's your number one. He gets his rest ahead of midweek. But not yet. Still, Alan McGregor sits and waits. Managers must be allowed to manage. And it is Giovanni Van Bronckhurst's judgment that John McLaughlin is his best bet. And he has gone with him since the start of the season. And he has stood by him in spite of the mistake that was made in the opening league game. So McLaughlin's the man And it's his jersey Until he does something That forfeits the jersey Yeah I agree with that um, It's the one position I don't really think you need rested You look at it in the domestic side You look at Tuesday night as well He wasn't tested a lot Gordon. I think, I think re- I didn't mean rested in like the physically tired yeah, sense you, you, you that, maybe that want some g- yeah, yeah I totally understand that But um, I think he's just looking at Try to settle that goalkeeper and potentially that back four because Barisic to me the now is a number one left back Yilmaz is in there I know that there's high hopes for him but for me personally I think that Tavernier speaks for itself Golson speaks for itself so you've got Davison today so I think that they want to work on that back five so the goalkeeper's in there McGregor's listen McGregor's been the position to be number one he knows that what now it's got to take to replace him and it's up to him and he and Totally agree with Matt. I still think he's got plenty off for Ranger. Right, come on then, let's do it before kickoff this week. You hopeless tipsters, what's the ACA looking like? I am taking Rangers to win comfortably at Ibrooks against St Johnston and a wee win Ross County against St Mirren. Sorry, Motherwell fans, but I'm tipping Aberdeen to win at home against your side and Livy Hibbs is a draw. I'm going to go for Rangers home win, Aberdeen home win and the other two games will be a draw. I'm going Rangers home win and I'm going the other three draws. The winning team all season long. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We're all set for a fantastic Saturday afternoon As always in the Scottish Premiership It rarely disappoints when it comes to drama Controversy, talking points Yes, there might be some moments of madness in there as well But we're all set between now and 6 o'clock To keep you up to speed on what's happening And then for you to have your say uh, When it's all said and done Hugh Keevens, lots to look forward to Yeah, so many different stories going on Simultaneously Stephen Hamill, first game as Motherwell manager it happens to be Pataudry against an Aberdeen side improving rapidly under Jim Goodwin. <laughs> Rangers should be simple winners against St Johnston. The golfing class is too great. Livy Hibbs, well, who would have thought that Livy would have gone to Tannadice after Dundee United's proper game against AZ Altmar where they defeated the Dutch 1-0 and win at Tannadice. But all credit to Davy Martindale and our own Marvin Bartley And uh, then of course St Mirren Ross County You know the, the manager who Comes away from that game Still pointless After three games Will not be feeling Very good about themselves Yeah good day ahead I'm, I'm looking forward to it um, Especially when it's The sun shines out <laughs> As a player I hated playing When it was this heat But You can't beat it If you're a fan Going along at this 
this time of the season Apart from Roger Who's obviously wrapped up mm. Up there in Pataudry But I, I thought there were nothing better Than playing the sunshine I, ah, I, I really That's because you didn't run a bit much I know so. you just 18 yard box Prolific I was called in the sunshine Prolific uh, in yeah. the sunshine <laughs> <laughs> No I didn't enjoy it I thought I was saying that I was playing six aside yesterday It was the hottest I've ever Played no. six aside Yeah but you're carrying a few now You know what I mean well. It's not and like what? You're carrying a few pounds extra now, so you should. <laughs> and is that the sort of ex pros game? Who else was wilting in the heat? Uh, ah, there wasn't many ex pros. You know, sometimes you get a, a good mix of ringers in. Uh, Alan McCoy, he was he was struggling a bit though. Ali's a bit red faced after yesterday. <laughs> but uh, it's coming it, from him. The, no, the point the guys were making about the Astor Fraser, the heat uh, definitely comes off that Astor. Uh, I agree with that. Because right. it's the I'm, rubber bits, the black rubber bits. The sun reflects off that. I'm not being very what? scientific. That does not sound that. scientific. That sounds <laughs> entirely any made up. Listening, you can confirm that. Uh, anyway, we've got our first goal in Scotland. Not in the top flight. It's for Stirling Albion. That'd be a nice place to play in the sunshine. The view, of the hills in the background, beating Stenhouse Muir one 0 Dale Carrick has scored inside two minutes to get Stirling Albion up and running Malky Mackay's not feeling it he's got the shirt tie suit trousers he's oh, got his oh. he's Malky. all kitted out ah, he's, he's old school he's old school Gordon just on that start Stevie Hamill 22 years ago made his debut did they win? no no alright ok can I change my prediction please? they lost 2-1 I believe who did you go did you go for Motherwell? I went to draw mate alright oh, I think a new manager bounce <laughs> um, <laughs> up at Pottori will uh, get them a a, a result to you. On the, on the Stevie Hamill thing, I think a big party or the concerns that Motherwell fans should have is about recruitment. I mean, a young manager who was in the academy thrust into the managerial hot seat, has he really been identifying players? Has he really had a, a lot of time to you know establish contacts down south? You know, Motherwell, have they got a director of football? No, but they do have a head of recruitment. You know, that's mm. sort of the point of that structure, isn't it? So yeah. if you do change your manager, it's not meant to all be completely... Ripped up So why is, why is Graham game? Alexander then Getting it in the neck For his, his transfer business oh, there's, if, oh, there's always going to be a, a share of it But what I'm saying is It's not like you come in Completely Blind on your own And, and have to do everything Yeah it, it's, it's a hard task I mean Obviously me at the lower Much lower levels It was yeah. hard the levels you go up but of course gets more difficult I, I think where his biggest problem will be just quickly Air 1 Hamilton Aki's nil Akinyemi inside 3 minutes and Stenhouse Muir oh. a goal down and a man down inside 4 minutes that's why I love Scottish football Hugh because did you expect to be dedicating so much of your attention to Stirling Albion against Stenhouse Muir but there's always these mad wee stories everywhere well, on a Saturday afternoon Steny are called the Warriors after all and he's been a bit too warrior-like because maybe he just wanted in out the century that's incredible imagine preparing all week right you get the big shout you get yourself warmed up you're ready to go Mark rightly says lovely day sunshine oh why play football four minutes later you're in the shower my god <laughs> cold shower today ah yeah. oh, jeez oh. But, uh, but it is Motherwell it's threatening first great save uh, Ruse in the Aberdeen goal from Sean Goss 25 yards out good save from the Aberdeen keeper do you know I was talking going back to Stevie Hamill and being the manager where I think his biggest task will be is now remember he was never in the he was never in the first team coaching staff. Um he's been about the club for that long. Some of these guys in the first team will probably be very, very good friends of his. And he's got to now sit down and make massive decisions. And it is a it's a hard part 
of management when guys that you know and you've been friends with for so long and then you have to sit them down and say, well, look, this is a road I'm going to Generally, that can be a concern, but specifically, do you think so? How would the head of the academy be particularly good friends with Callum Slattery, Sean Goss, well, you're in. Well, Davis Mugabe. You're in about that. You're in about that environment every day, Gordon. You go to. I watched Motherwell train many occasions. Um, that's why I'm so dedicated to the club. And Stevie y- Hamill won't, won't have been at first team training but, in his previous role. Well, well, he's he, he, they share the pitch, especially um, Ravens Craig. That's where I, I was speaking the, to him. The, I think the friendships are starting to sing a bit yeah, more. Yeah, but, but you're about the, here, Are I you telling me Gordon's that unraveled your argument? You're telling me easily. about the club that the first team guys he he, he doesn't get involved with. Do you think Craig Mulholland and James Tavernier are good pals? I would imagine uh, probably yes. They go for dinner together. I'm not <laughs> saying did I mention dinner? Did I mention your argument's been saved by one of these. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Livingston won Hibs nil, the Marvin Bartley Derby, and it's that man started the season brightly, Dubly. Joel Noob Joel Noobly. Oh, <laughs> if you get his name right. Joel Noobly <laughs> inside the first where are we six minutes or so and he's got Livy one up on Hibs. Well I'll tell you what, Hibs were the luckiest team in the world last weekend to get a point. They were bang average <laughs> until Martin Boyle got on the pitch and finally saved them. In the 95th minute They are bang average I think And it will require Martin Boyle again today So well done Joe mm. Nubley You've uh, gone a bit early Hugh We're only six minutes well, I don't have time for consideration yeah. uh, I would agree with we're, you on we're already, we're, Hibs. Already, uh, we're already telling the Hibs manager To make a substitution Can I just say Scotland is the place to be The goals are raining in down the divisions Dumbarton 1, Anna 0, Declan Byrne Inverness 1, Cove Rangers 0 We've already given you some others We've got some in the top flight already uh, Yeah, a great individual goal This from Joel Nubley. Um Ran from 30 yards out Past Ryan Porteous uh, And then eventually slips the ball Into the net So, well done I he's... think he could do a Lyndon Dykes I think he could show people down south That he's a big unit A big handful uh, and I think there might be a, a Lyndon Dykes type See, move for him. He, doesn't, he bro- doesn't have time. He's got Levy with the game one yeah, after six minutes. Nubly he's away. got Nubly moving after three yeah, games of the season. They're cashing in already. I told you there's never a meaningless moment in this league. Anyway, we're now cutting into the time for the first half teaser. Oh, Let's hear it. The first half teaser with the Scottish slash football for the best football news and opinion online. Right, this question doesn't have any time for hanging about either This is short, sharp and to the point Name the last eight men who have scored in a Scottish Cup final And have at least one senior Scotland cap at any point in their career There are eight men who have scored in a Scottish Cup final And have at least one senior Scotland cap from any stage in their career Who are they? At Clyde SSB Send your answers And it is a race So try and get your thinking caps on Write all the answers down And send it over to us At Clyde SSB Is this just Of the last eight men That's fine I, I wasn't paying attention Yeah 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 I was thinking There must be more than eight All time right The last eight Let's see it At Clyde SSB Let's see what you can do Send it over there And see if you can win The first half teaser At St Johnston 
already been forced into a change That's not ideal at all Less than <coughs> seven minutes on the clock When they had to make that change Cammy McPherson went down in the middle of the pitch He spent a bit of time down And I think he has been withdrawn uh, So Callum Davidson there having to make a change And I think he's actually had to give out a debut As part of that change uh, as well Daniel Phillips has come on Did he not feature on Beat the Pundit now, this week? This Whoa. boy this boy could be a bit tasty I forget which club he came to St Johnston well, from Well I think that was on Beat the Pundit Watford Watford 27 games Sent off 3 times Booked 9 times Ah he'll fit in he'll In fit 27 in games <laughs> Look forward to see what he adds today But what a time to make your debut You know 7 minutes yeah. And at Ibrox <laughs> I would say it's probably the worst time in the world To make your debut Yeah he was enjoying the shade seven, there. Yeah, seven, there relaxing. Goal, 7 goals already in Scotland today Yeah what a start that is Six, seven minutes on it's the just clock just the weather Seven goals it's already sun. Brilliant A red card down the leagues as well It is all happening What a place to be I like that teaser um, You two won't get it That's for sure yeah, um, I've got a, a few start. Yeah, You I've got might a have few. a few But you will good not start. get all eight Guarantee you will not get all eight That's how much faith I have in you None I've mm. just shown you the answers He's not Installing maybe Is he Much confidence he's, he's had three goals He's got one right <laughs> One out of three Yeah, kidding on Huge Motherwell yeah. very bright Four corners so far At Pataudry Well the Dazzler was talking about the, the, the bounce That you get from the arrival of the new manager You still get a bounce if he's managed the last two games though And you have you lost one of them Well he's now permanent yeah. Yeah. I think when you move from the man who's interim Holding the reins Holding the fort etc etc When you become permanent Then yeah you're entitled to think Let's see if he gets a bounce here has there been a big change in style? Was it Roger was saying you could see well, evidence? You can see signs of it. How how hard is it to make a big change in style mm. in the space of a couple of weeks with uh, a limited? I was going to say that very difficult when it's the same group of players. Yeah. But I mean, Motherwell were direct under Graham Alexander. Will Stevie Ham will be a have a different philosophy how they play? Of course, this, this, this might be a personal thing, right? I actually don't even think they were that direct. I feel like there was no style. There was no real plan. It's not like every time they got it, they shelled it to Kevin Van Veen. Mm. It was just, it was just, there just wasn't a lot there. There was nothing really that you but could. Basically, what you're saying, you were a Graham Alexander no, fan. It's, like, it's not even that. Like the results last season were good, but if we're talking about style, mm. I, I don't even think that accusation. You know, as if every time they got the ball, they tried to kick it to Kevin Van Veen. I don't even think it was deliberate as that. I think the biggest problem with Graham Alexander was the fact that he continually changed. The team, no matter how well it was doing, he never gave a. a and I know that you can. It's a squad game. You can change players, but he was changing players every single week. Chance for Aberdeen. No, Miowski has to score. He scored a couple already. It's a big chance. It's gone a begging. Sondra slipped. Bevis McGabby's pass across the defence. Then the slip, and um, yeah, Miowski had to score, but did not. I like the style of. Things that's getting a bit heated already in Paisley, Hugh, oh. Ayunga, and Yakaviti teammates, I think, are they? Uh, now having a go at each other. Oh, well, that's as you good. said, you know, you can't beat this country for a bit of the old nonsense. Yeah, bit we, we might be rotten in Europe, but when we're at domestic level, we're on fire. Speaking of which, yeah. Should we bring back. him in? He's back. We have to. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> Producer <laughs> Callum, standing in the corner. Do you want to join us? Come on, Come on. Callum. Come on. No. Come on, 
Step up to the mic He's looking a bit jaded Get, He's jaded One word for it <laughs> <laughs> He's looking a few things think, You see the National League of Journalists ha- Have a, a rule Where you're not allowed To intrude into private grief What is What is on the face that. though Is it Disappointment from The result Is it a couple of nights In Amsterdam <laughs> I what, think it's what what is is All I can tell you is When I walked into the newsroom today He said Don't say anything Don't Don't make it real so I said, you lost 7 nothing. What else can I say? Right <sighs> The professional responsibility Let's start with the game How does it feel To have watched your team lose 7-0 In European competition? Um, it's just nice Closer to the mic Come on, you think you were going to work this? I'm just trying to perfect my Glasgow accent again uh, Don't give us your Dutch accent, <laughs> please can we, can we play that back? Yeah, the yeah, Dutch problem accent is, He's going to be the guy That needs to go and get the clip That was so amazing you, Did you hear this? He came on the show yeah. the other oh, night yeah, and all of a sudden oh, yeah. He was very yeah. Dundonian Much more than we've ever heard him Sorry No, you're fine uh, How did it feel to watch my team lose 7-0? Uh, horrible would be the word I would choose Because you can't swear on the radio mm. And what about your television fame though You were spotted by me <laughs> Sorry about that I was eating my chilli coming home from the show the other night Nearly choked on it When I saw you with wee daft sunglasses on And your retro top Sitting in the stand looking <laughs> devastated <laughs> Yeah And uh, I'd like to thank you as well Mark Wilson Because the comments underneath kept saying Look at Jacob recently <laughs> <laughs> you sent me the picture I cannot stop laughing When somebody paired you Beside Jacob Rees-Mogg Yeah I'm just glad house. That uh, my, <laughs> my misery Made you all so happy oh, Honestly yeah. I just I need my dinner And I just peered up And the camera started Panning down And it was showing oh. Fans leaving The stadium Coming down the stands And there he was Sitting on his own By the way Which might mm. I don't know if that Surprising you, you never asked him the important what was the highlight of a trip coming yeah, home with cl- coming home with clogs. How was Amsterdam? Um <laughs> Do you get <laughs> tulips? <laughs> <laughs> Do you get some tulips? I yeah, I don't think good time. Yeah, what did I, I said Productive uh, is what I'm taking from that. Thank yeah. you, producer Callum. You can go back into the corner until such times as you can find the clip of you speaking yeah. with I a get completely on, different Callum. accent. Yeah, yeah. It, was, uh, it was a great on, accent on Thursday night. He's actually he's left the room. Look, he's yeah. actually gone. Mm. I don't know it if just, that's a huff or he's away. He seems so happy when he came on on the phone the other night, didn't he? But yeah, very merry. I think you know the best accent since. Steve McLaren went to Holland yeah. <laughs> I keep thinking of him from last week When he said he had never been so happy At full yes. time at Tanadice yes. What a contrast What a week It was quite something wasn't it Hugh? You know We we have to look at the serious side of it all In terms of uh, the Premiership Last night you know, The Celtic fans were on defending uh, Their team in Europe uh, Because they have had Some moments uh, but Rangers have been the exception to the rule they've been outstanding in Europe for three years under two different managers Celtic have had little bits and pieces here and there but they have to address their standing in Europe and they're in the Champions League um, the rest there's a difference between playing in Europe and competing in Europe and Dundee United did not compete in Amsterdam during the week it was capitulation and it was capitulation of a very worrying kind for Jack Ross and he has to be careful at Tannadice tomorrow at uh, Tynecastle because you know he's got one point one point from nine and out of Europe wouldn't be a good look he couldn't have come in for pressure with that Hugh could he if he lost tomorrow at Tynecastle 
I know it's a sore one to take But I've got to say Even at Tanadice I thought I watched the second half Because we were on the show I was very impressed with Dundee United I thought they were excellent I couldn't believe that Livingston got up there And beat them the, uh, the Sunday 1-0 But um, I just thought that team looked decent And when the first sort of a goal went in I thought that Dundee United's belief just drained from them. But they, they almost they almost scored right after. Yeah, uh, he said scored, but it was I think it was the second goal. Once the second goal went in, you could see some of gone. the younger players just just going heads gone, and that's where you know Charlie McGrew and and Fletcher and Tony Watt to a certain extent really had to you know step up and and use all that experience. This but can the capitulation can be measured quite simply. By our journey home Because You took me home On Thursday night mm. Got out your car And it was 2-0 I only live around the corner And it was 5 When I got home Yeah So To To have the floodgates open Like that Mark Wilson Is incredible Yeah Like I've We're just chatting Off air I've been there as a manager And a player <laughs> Losing 7 And when you're on the pitch You just All of a sudden Become helpless you know, you, you start playing kind of an individual game and it's quite easy to see your teammates doing the same thing. That was pretty evident. In that period, before half-time, it was a team full of individuals that were lost out there. Can you blame the manager that much? Like, he picks the tactics, he picks the players, but you could quite clearly see they were lost. And they came up against a good side as well. Let's let's remember that. Big but chance for St. Johnson, by the way. Just while you're full flow. Uh, it was a bit of a... Tussle in the box uh, Ben Davis It fell to Bear And he's just slid, slid the effort Wide of the post mm. I'll, I'll get back man. to your question uh, Can you blame the manager? Of course you can If you go over uh, Away from home And you get Beat seven Probably going on As many as you want Of course your manager's Got to come on f Under um, criticism I didn't blame myself When I lost seven uh, I certainly blamed the players Why am I not surprised at that? But yeah, it would have been it Right after the game 100% They didn't listen to one <laughs> single word I said And I'm disgusted with them um, But Jack Ross of course Because all we've heard since Jack came in And I like Jack Ross Thanks Goose Manager Is safe pair of hands um, It was a bad week for him A real bad week, bad week for him Livy got there And after a performance on Thursday night And the the adrenaline, the atmosphere and everything that happened at Tanadice, you're looking to go and, you know, building that with a result at Livy, go into this game. W was expecting that we get through? No, because I thought AZ were, mm. I thought they were a good side, Mark. I thought they looked a quality side. But to lose seven, and especially in the manner, of course your manager's got to come in for criticism. I don't Too think Mark said he, he shouldn't. It was just about how much. Two very interesting calls last night on Super Scoreboard. The first was from someone who a Dundee fan who had been in Amsterdam and was a, in a similar physical condition to producer Callum uh, and was able to find a kind of humorous side to all. The next caller, Dundee United fan who hadn't been there but lives in Dundee, did not see the funny side of it at all and does not want any mm. excuses to be put forward. As I say, Jack Ross isn't under pressure but... Early in the season, it's the accumulation of results that can create a negative atmosphere. And he has to be careful at uh, Tynecastle tomorrow. Yeah, at the same time, can you acknowledge that 
Sometimes you just have one-off Ridiculously bad nights at the office And we've seen it before We've seen Celtic or Rangers Maybe beat teams Sorry to remind you Mark They might beat They might beat Dundee United 7-0 And I know it's embarrassing And then people then make big um, Oh hold on I think we've got one of these And this is an interesting one Goal Flashes with Clydebilt Home Improvements. And it's Motherwell who take the lead at Pataudry. A first goal officially for Stevie Hamill in charge. And it's Blair Spittle, one of the summer signings. It was a great run and cross from Connor Shields. Slattery started the move. And Spittle surely the one that finished it. Motherwell being good, they've been worthy of their lead. And they do strike first at Pataudry. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant for Stevie Hamill and Brian Kerr. That's the start you're looking for. That gives the the, the the confidence and encouragement. Still a lot, a lot of football to play. Let's mm. not be kidded. You would imagine because Mayoski missed, uh, according to Roger, an absolute sitter. So they've just got to make sure that they tighten up at the back. We know what happened last week. Get back in it. 1-1. Three minutes to go. Lost that killer goal. So you can't ask for a better start yeah. as a manager. 1-0 up at Pittori. So uh, terrific Mother for... Well seem to like it there. Yeah, they seem to get a... Deep, yeah, they've, got, decent they've got a decent record up there. They do, um, and there's usually one player that's got it in for them. It used to be Louis Mole, then it became Kevin Van, Van Veen last, last season. Yeah. Of Blair Spittles just, the new uh, one. Just to interject on this, the subject of helpful starts and unhelpful starts. Our own Alec Ray, Reading at Rotherham, twenty minutes gone. Rotherham a three up. He's quite, he's quite calm and collected. Though he'll, he'll take that fine. Won't he? It won't be. He won't be, be angry or I, I wouldn't go within 20 feet <laughs> of him. Well I hope nobody asks him at half times The game over <laughs> So I think it was over at 5-0 though Seriously <laughs> <laughs> no, I think come on It, 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 it wasn't, wasn't, it wasn't because ridiculous of ridiculous questions It of wasn't all over because Listen people in glass seven. houses oh. Bear that in mind you three in here I mean <laughs> Tomo ex-teammate of mine's at United Um a very very funny guy in I the dress room. Think it was the straight faced nature of it all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is a joker, but that was. No, I I thought I thought the worst it was the fact that John Rankin actually answered, answered it. Yeah, you know, um, I, I thought that was the worst. But uh, water break, <laughs> water break at Livy. The artificial turf must be roasted. I told you, says Fraser Wisher. <laughs> I told uh, you, get a thermometer down at having the water level. break. Alloa one, FC Edinburgh one. John Robertson, not that one, uh, has equalised for. Team from it's the hard, capital Hard to get used to that FC no, Edinburgh Yeah I'm struggling I must say um, The Arsenal, Yankees have equalised as well Arsenal have taken the lead Against Leicester Gabriel Jesus has Good scored. signing Brendan Rodgers Oh no Couldn't believe City let him go Brendan Rodgers and Kieran Tierney Might be able to catch up Because Tierney's on the bench So he mm. won't be too far away um, As another It's an impromptu water break uh, In Paisley Josh Sims Injured at the moment So uh, yeah the, the heat's starting to get to people Just quick I'm not sure we'll Park Dundee United completely We might get back to But just to round off Gordon Something that I know you in particular Will appreciate Now I'm going to have to I'm going to try and find this Just so that I get the wording correct Because mm. I don't want to uh, I don't want to Not do it justice So Just when you think Mark Wilson and I don't spend enough time together I get home on Saturday, uh, Thursday night I'm thinking Who's the last two people on earth I want to see again DL and Wilson mm -hmm. Give me a few days Give me some time to myself uh, And get away from them Then get a call from A certain other media mm -hmm. outlet To say First thing tomorrow morning mm -hmm. We need you to go to Mark Wilson's house House 8 o'clock in the morning 
an interview him about Dundee United. This We've is just your crib. This is just too big. No, there is a twist in the tail. Just bear It'll with come me. Anytime. Um, I thought last place I want to go is his house. Don't don't want to know what goes on in there. So I'll try and convince him to meet me somewhere, a neutral venue, if you like. So I thought mm. I'll pick somewhere. In the middle Strathclyde Park Why not well. I know well You do I know well Very well I don't I've never seen it in daylight I always just run round it At night DL's bush It's called It's been renamed DL's bush Down at the I know what you're talking about Yeah Meet me there And we'll do the interview So anyway We do that And the clip of Mark Wilson Talking about Dundee United Goes on here So I'm I'm flicking through the The replies And my favourite one By a mile uh, don't tell me it's gone Where is it? There we are I love this From Gary86DUFC Says Want to wipe that stupid wee smirk off your face <laughs> And remember the club that gave you your start in football <laughs> And then there's one brilliant sweary word at the uh, end You know that one Am I allowed to describe? No? Yeah, sure. You know if you like If you were to like Jag your finger on something sharp Yeah That one you weren't smirking at this habit. <laughs> no, I wasn't. But he was just I trying to look professional I, on TV. I don't want to go on air with a glum face and tears coming down because my old team <laughs> got absolutely <laughs> hammered. But this guy is taking to Twitter to, Callum, to tell me to get the Callum smirk come off on my with face. a different accent. I mean, I was I was devastated. Just like what's his name? The the Twitter no, guy. You weren't. I was no, as devastated as him. You were texting me. Go on, go on his head. The answer to that is that Mark Wilson made Dundee United tidy money when he went to Celtic. Exactly, Hugh. Exactly. I kept the club alive in the administration. Oh, yeah, but you don't need smirk at the result. Oh, you were totally loving it. Anyway, Do you know something? Curious I Creatures is on. He says the sun is out in Scotland and the games are all being played. The mushroom can't take it. He just shelters in the shade. But Dazzler loves the sunshine much more than his pal Mark and his claret and amber speedos raising smiles down Strathclyde Park. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, the old Strathclyde Park. Magnificent about that. Uh, that was sent six minutes ago before, before, you before, before I told that story. That is brilliant. Well ah, done, that's, that's good. Yeah, he's quick. He's very creative. That's where I'd done my pre-season down the old <laughs> Stop it. I honestly, Gordon, that's where all pre-season was done. I, yeah, um, I, was, I used to go and, and watch the Celtic. <laughs> Celtic train there back in the, the, the Tommy Burns days. Uh, and I've got some photographs with with Pierre Van Hoydonk and that see some of the running that they used to do I'm a wee kid looking at Rin Strathy but oh, it looked horrendous yeah and then 10 years later I was doing the same it's Horrible. true though you got some a lot of interesting feedback on Twitter from it did I? Stephen McWilliams says it's amazing what you see when walking uh, down the park Gaz Hunter wasn't two hours last night enough for you um Snoot Dog says Must be hard to try And be professional For the TV I was half expecting To see DL lurking In the bushes behind <laughs> <laughs> Scotty says Find a dodgy mushroom In a forest Leave it alone <laughs> I'd have loved to have known you, you two you Were down there I'd have been uh, down Any kind comments Do you on Twitter No that's a, no. a rough place Yeah some are a bit more Sinister as well I don't think we can We can go there So what's uh, up with the hoose You're not letting them allow And I was, was I, I was I was doing him a favour Honestly He's a busy man be I've, never been, I've never been I've never been his house well, neither have I We're so Yes you're more than welcome I think I'm not doing uh, much tonight Maybe barbecue the night Yeah I, I heard the, butch, the butcher meet uh, How bad <laughs> 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 You've heard that phone call How good is this Or how tense is it At this time of the year When you're just Waiting 
Hoping that somebody invites you to the barbecue Because you get all the benefits of the barbecue Without having to go to any effort right. on your own Just checking your phone Somebody please and, and what step I do, up to the plate I'm you a, could I'm be a that lazy man. barbecuer So I've got a, a nice barbecue But what I do is I, I buy a disposable barbecue And, and put it on top, top. Aye. I'm joking No What's the point in that? This is the fancy because shelf it's, uh, You've bought a 500 quid <laughs> shelf <laughs> See, for well, your, well, for your see when you get coals and there's a lot of tidying up with the coals But these I can't uh, believe this guy These disposable barbecues You obviously just pick them up And throw but, them in the bin So se- just sell the expensive barbecue And just buy the It's nice outside No my, fa- my, nice. my favourite one On Instagram was Our Dave Galloway oh, he, Yeah the barbecue Because uh, The barbecue all set up right And the rain came And the rain <laughs> <laughs> It just and shows you still get once the, you go north of Perth I still get the thumbs up Because we were all basking in the sunshine And uh, he had his barbecue rained off yesterday. Yeah, yesterday Yesterday oh, You need to go and see it He's getting the thumbs up and, uh, felt for Aberdeen. Anyway Aberdeen fans have been jeering Motherwell well on Ooh. top uh, Hibs have been forced into a change Doy John for Melkerson Changed to four four two. Tillman has blazed over After a nice interchange on the edge of the box It's about as close as Rangers have come You know Nearly 30 minutes on the clock Arguably the best chance did fall away. <laughs> I've got some advice Johnson. for the Aberdeen fans who are watching their team lose one 0 to Motherwell. Just turn the balaclava the other way round, and then you won't be able to see the pitch. <laughs> uh, they've been forced into a change as well. Matty Kennedy off injured. Shaden Morrison for his debut. A twenty-year-old winger from Fleetwood. Scott Brown looking after his former team. Saying, "Go on, you go to Pitodry. You'll enjoy it up there." He's up for his debut today. How are Fleetwood doing? Do we know? They started last week. Yeah. Still can't get used to Scott Brown with lots of hair. Hair. That's, ah, that's an odd look. Story. I think he should. Sir. I think it works very More well for him. Has he, has he been a suit and time manager? No, tracksuit. Track track yeah. You were a tracksuit manager, weren't you? I was obviously I, ended I, up in the charity shop. Yeah, but you can have both. <laughs> yeah. You can have both. Yeah. You can go. Uh, Hugh, if you don't mind, your teaser, please. Yes, as I say, short, sharp, and to the point. The last eight men who scored in a Scottish Cup final and have at least one senior Scotland cap. Who are they? Good question. At Clyde SSB, if you want to take part, let's try and get some wrong ones out the way to give you. A helping hand I can see Milo's Certainly got a few He doesn't have them all Though there's one That's catching A few people out Sweeney Wants to go for Charlie Mulgrew No Charlie's not there He must be just off On the time frame Because yeah. he scored The final against Motherwell Which the I've one tried, I scored in yeah. Mark tries to pretend no, That he scored didn't. in scored, It was a Stephen Craig Own goal Charlie Mulgrew Did legitimately score Didn't he Yeah um, but so, so it must be too far back So he's not on that list Sideshow Bob said him as well um, Most people are, are Getting there or thereabouts It has to be said FM Dafty Has gone for James Forrest Nope He's also gone for Stephen Naismith Not there <sighs> And my favourite answer Sorry FM Just to do this to you Is Christian Doidge There's a few things wrong here He's not scored in the cup final And he's Welsh So <laughs> certainly no Scotland caps <laughs> I'm not laughing uh, at that that's But you were close Right keep going <laughs> Andrew O'Brien's actually put Mark Wilson Slash uh, Craigan on goal Yeah yeah uh, See, he see what he's talking we're, about We've jinxed Bruni He's just gone a goal down at Morecambe Ooh, So he has a good save John Lundstrom with a great strike 25 yards out Up high um, Matthews in the St Johnston goal Keeping it level with half an hour on the clock 
Well, it's an amazing game, isn't it? Aberdeen scored four goals last week against St Mirren. All is sweetness and light, and now the crowd are jeering them uh, as they go a goal down to Motherwell. As I said to you, there's never a moment's peace in this league. You're never a dull moment. Wouldn't have it any other way. Inverness have gone 2 0 up on Cove Rangers. Aaron Doran on 31 minutes. John Robertson. He's got a bit to go to be the most famous goal-scoring John Robertson in Edinburgh, oh, yeah. but he's tell you what a start to the season he's had. He's got a double already today. I think scored last week, and uh, FC Edinburgh two-one up he at used to, Alloa. He used to play for Alloa, did he? John mm-hmm. Robertson. Is that a different one as well? Uh, I was with Kenny Branigan yesterday. Kenny Branigan now assistant at Alloa. Is it Kenny Alloa? Yeah, he's he's there with Brian what, Rice. What um, a man! Here we go. Got one of these goal flashes. With Clyde Built Home Improvements He was one of the favourites during the week And he's done it again It's Malik Tillman Rangers 1 St Johnston 0 It's early in the season But this young man is going quickly towards being a fan's favourite And he's put Rangers It was Tavernier dinked it to the far post So he gets yet another goal involvement Add that to the stats Tillman rises again He's making this jump A bit of a trademark And heads it in off the underside of the crossbar Great aerial ability As he's shown in the last few days Rangers won St Johnson nil I read an article during the week From Mark Fotheringham Who used to play for Celtic uh, Has now carved out a, a name for himself Coaching in Germany And he said he recommended Tillman to Celtic But uh, the Continental Scout That Celtic have uh, Did not respond uh, So He's come over He has settled in Remarkably well And remarkably fast uh, so that's that game finished then. So that's that game finished one yeah. nil. <laughs> yeah. right, put that one to, in bed. To, to be fair, I would usually uh, this would be my favourite moment to criticise Mr. Keevans for going in too early. These games do have that feel about them. Yeah, yeah. 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 Your greatest chance generally is frustrate for as long as you can. Yeah, and take your chances when they come along. And by all accounts, and Johnson missed a sitter. But the boy Tillman looks a he looks a player. He looks a real fine. Does he look like the pick of the new signings? He does up until I like now. Lawrence. Oh well. Okay. I, I do but listen, I'm a big fan of Tillman. Matt uh, been in the gate uh, you you're disappointing your goalkeeper every night with the goal. Tillman's Oh of course. Right. Oh, yeah. But I'll tell you what, I'll I watched that a few times. He gets up some height. He really does and uh, he gets another goal today with his head. He's Every Rangers fan I spoke to lately always says that he is the main man just now. Absolutely terrific and uh, has been a good signing so far. And but I agree with you, Hugh. I think the game is. Yeah. I can't see some. And Jim's Tavernier with the assist. It's just a, like a shrug of the shoulders now, Mark Wilson. Yeah, ridiculous. We always go on about his numbers. Um, you know, goal scoring is one thing, but the amount of goal involvement this guy's got is ridiculous. It, it just. Yeah, it looks so easy for him. A player that's played that position, it, it's difficult to, you know, put in half decent balls. Don't need any any funny comments for yourself. But Tavernier makes it look so simple. Just that dink to the back post, he gets it on the money every time. Did you have all that sort of a technology in your day with assists and all that? Did I have the technology of assists in ah, my yeah. day? Yeah. It's not mean, just a new invention. What, to assist? count assists? You mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. So so we do know throughout the season how many goals you set up, for instance, from the sports science guys. And uh, not any sports science. Well, whoever it was, who, the, who, who, who does? Analysts. Sorry, sports <laughs> analysts. 
Right. Uh, yes, the technology was available. Right, right, okay. Sure, <laughs> Mark's games were broadcast in colour. <laughs> but, but I'm asking him a question so you here. Could just go and watch I want them back to know, and count them. I want to know what his percentage was then throughout a season. Percentage of what? Uh, assists. Assists. would get. Oh, a few. A good few. See, you can't go. Oh, a few. You, you, you said you've got the technology. You must remember what it was. I don't I must remember No I don't well, we There wouldn't have been The same emphasis on it though Even in your day was there No no it's, it, Over the last probably Five years It's became such a huge thing People People put You know Huge emphasis on Assist and goal Involvements now Right so I'll go back In your day They didn't really have it, I would be, Exactly yeah. So that's the question many, Answered Many 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 uh, yeah. yeah Two famous Old names in Scottish football meeting in the Championship today, Queen's Park and Park Derby. And Queen's Park have taken the lead, Grant Savory, on 36 minutes. Are Glasgow Derby Ochil View? I was going to yeah, say, no. No, is, it, is, it, is that where they play? Yeah. Queen's Park? Oh, it's yeah. Clyde that play at Hamilton, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what strange. matter to Oni Coyle, where he's playing, uh, as long as he's in front? He's old sparring partner, Ian McCall. They were yeah. all over the place together, weren't they? Falkirk together. Yeah, he brought him to Dundee United actually. Yeah. Uh, Ian McCall, when he was manager, and Coyley came into the dressing room as player coach, changed beside me. Hugh, and not, then, so, not so sorry, not so long ago, Sean Goss had a shot deflected wide for Motherwell, and the home fans went nuts. Oh dear. According to Roger Hanna. Oh. So is it? We're a fickle bunch. Another goal up there does it for Motherwell. I'll tell you that right now. The pressure would get to the Reds. They wouldn't come back. Brian from that. Cameron of Elgin's also heats too much for him. Professional foul handball, it says. Mm, that's another description. One. Do we usually see that? He's gone. And what odds would you get on Man City scoring three against Bournemouth inside 37 minutes, but Erling Haaland not getting any of them? Mm. Yeah. He looked, he looked money. impressive last week. The power, the pace. Yeah. This guy, he looked impressive. He'll, he'll, he'll be, be on the score sheet today. He'll be a massive sign. Ryan Christie started incidentally for Bournemouth, and it's uh, well, welcome to the English Premier League, I guess. 3 0 down, 37 minutes. Man City could arguably go through the entire season, not lose a game. And that's quite <sighs> something in the Premiership. There's some good sides in there, Hugh. I know, but they're frightening now, and Haaland will get a goal before time is up. Imagine that. 37 minutes in 30 degrees You're Ryan Christie Chasing shadows yeah. In the city uh, City ground oh. Awful At 4 for 1 Elgin 1 Matthew Aitken With the penalty That obviously followed on From Brian Cameron's Handball and red card uh, Reminder of the teaser Please Hugh Name the last 8 men Who have scored In a Scottish Cup final And also have At least one Senior Scotland cap At any point In their career Greg's Gardens thinks Scott Brown might be one of them. Brunei is not. Um, Kadzi has gone for Barry Mackay. Great player, but not on this list. Um, what else have we got? There's a few more coming in for James Forrest. I think we already established. Wasn't one of them, was it? No, no. no. Uh, okay, well, keep them coming at Clyde SSB. We'll round it off towards the end of the half. We'll keep you up to speed on any goals that go in as well. Nothing more doing at the moment. That 4 for equaliser was the <coughs> latest one in Scotland. No, no word uh, from Paisley or as David Frill gets sunstroke. What's, what, what's going on? We've yeah, not I th- really. I think heard. both. Yeah, I think both, to be honest. The last update from him was quite some time ago. It was that impromptu water break. I don't actually know if we got. Uh, no, the water break again. was for him. Uh, there's a real. <laughs> 
Scottish Premiership feel to what Sunderland are doing at the moment. Ross Stewart has put them one up, and Ellis Sims uh, has doubled their lead against Lyndon Dykes QPR. Scottish manager, of course. Alec ah, Neil. Of course, yeah. Forget that. Michael L- Bale. Sims was, uh, Q- was uh, good up here. QPR, any? Yeah. yeah. How, how does he start off in his managing yeah, career? They, I, I, I can't remember. Three, three won, two win last week. Last week, Lyndon Dykes yep. scored. I think they lost the week before to Black. Burn was it mm. um, But anyway Sunderland 2-0 up On QPR At the moment It's all Rangers As you might Expect Playing well Popping the ball about Now they've got the goal As well Which just Allows a sigh of relief To be Breathed around Ibrooks That Malik Tillman header That was always the case In these games You know When Come back off a European game You know It's going to be Difficult In hot weather but the players themselves are relieved when you see that first one going in. Just means you can relax and enjoy well, they the can, game. Well, they can control the pace of the game without you know anybody getting anxious, Mark. Yeah. You know when it's nil nil and you're controlling it, maybe slowing it down a little bit. Fans want it. Oh, get the ball quicker. You know what like is. But that first goal, especially you know after what was it, thirty minutes, twenty eight minutes, they can now just control the pace of the game. Make St Johnston work. Create chances. Uh, I'm with you here. I think they'll win this comfortably this afternoon. Mm. It certainly looks like it at the moment. Aberdeen nil, Motherwell one, Livy one, Hibs nil, Rangers one, St Johnston nil, St Mirren nil, Ross County nil. David Friel is awake. He doesn't have sunstroke. The game did restart. He says it's actually been pretty good, but just not that many chances. Well, yeah, it's a cagey one because both teams are desperate for that first point yeah, in the board queue, and then. I think Stephen Robinson, if he did lose today, I think he would come in for a bit of... Yeah, because Ross County would get more leeway for the start to the season because of the fixtures, wouldn't they? Yeah. Lose it tight. Play well and lose at Tynecastle, no shame in that. Lose at home to Celtic, no shame in that. Malky Mackay could also cite recent history because last season he won none of their first ten. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. The Aberdeen fans will be a bit happier now It's a great header from Majowski Third goal of the season already from him It was Liam Scales with the delivery from the left A great swinging cross Liam Kelly with no chance And we are level at Pataudry Aberdeen won Motherwell won Well that's yeah. just as well for Jim Goodwin You know, I always feel bad about clubs Who have to issue statements Asking supporters to behave And not wear balaclavas And not upset fellow supporters by taking on that sinister look and there's been a bit of bother involving the crowd in terms of shouting and uh, getting on the players backs but that it's one all now and now it's a test of Stevie Hamill he could be the new hero up there for the Aberdeen supporters the early signs are good aren't they yeah I was speaking to Roger I phoned Roger our day and asked about him uh, we were discussing him I think he's got everything in his locker he'll be a real real Terrific player for Aberdeen and banging the goals in, full of confidence. He's a big, big danger. Thought you were going to say something else. I yeah. was, but danger. I completely forgot what I was going danger, to say. Danger, man. I, 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 no, no, I was going to go to the Duke, but I thought Mark would probably bring the Duke up. The I was Duke, trying to bring yeah, he him in. He looked good last week. He took his goal well. You know, plenty of pace about him and a great wee finish. But um, Jim's transformed that squad. And uh, I think it was it David that was saying that it's kind of shaping up to be more. Or was it uh, not? It was Stevie Hamill? It was saying more along the lines of what Jim Goodwin wants. 
he needed that goal before half time. That wouldn't have been a good reception. Yeah, at especially half-time, walking from the, yeah. the, the touchline down to the the tunnel uh, down trackside. It's not a warm welcome if you're um, if you're losing, especially Navardin manager. So that's a that's a good goal, bad goal for Stevie Ham. I think Motherwell looking at them, Gordon, since the start of the season. I think they've got that written all over them. I would be looking at. I know people are saying, well, where can they get the goals from? Uh, Van Vina, totally understand that. Take that on board. I just think we've got this habit that we can lose goals and silly goals. You're really running out of time on that teaser very quickly. One last read of the question, Hugh, and I'll reveal the winners at the halftime break. Name the last eight men who've scored in a Scottish Cup final and have at least one senior Scotland cap from any stage in their career. St Mirren, the better team in Paisley, but uh, Bacchus bursts to the edge of the box. The shot goes over the bar, so still not much doing there. Falkirk... I feel like for five years now we've been standing discussing the decline of Falkirk they're losing 1-0 at home to Peterhead Max Gillis on the stroke of half time one minute added on at the Tony Macaroni where Livy lead we're in the closing stages at Ibrooks as well where Rangers lead we're level in Paisley without a goal and level with a goal apiece at Pitodry so looking forward to hearing from the guys at the grounds in just a second because it's been a great first half and even down the league, some very interesting score lines, lots of drama uh, coming in, and I can hear the guys are trying to update things as we speak. Two minutes added at Paisley. David feels just desperate to get into that pressure. Oh, he will be. He feels in for the but shade. You wonder if it will, uh, will take an go, effect on the can players. Can you go high on factor 50? Is that the highest? Just some emulsion. <laughs> Jillock's emulsion. Just a, a diver suit. <laughs> 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 but I will it will take an effect on the players as the as the day wears on. Half time in Livingston, let's speak to Fraser Wishart. Well, I think the noise around me tells you how the game is going. We sit amongst the Livingston supporters who are on their feet applauding their team because they are one up. And it's been a typical Livingston type of game. They get the early goal, they work really hard the midfield, snapping in to tackles, get back in a defensive shape, restrict the opposition chances and look dangerous on the break and Joe Newbley got the seventh minute opener and since then Livingston have been the better team and look more likely to score a second that goal came in seven minutes as I said a great individual by Newbley he turned 30 yards out and he found himself just running one and one at Ryan Portis he danced past the defender he was into the penalty box he drew uh, Gordon, uh, Graham, David Marshall and uh, Newbley just slipped the ball into the back of the net and that was Livingston one up Hibs tried to get back into the game plenty of the ball but nothing near Shamal George's goal. They were trying balls over the top with no success. And when they did try and pass it, they were too slow. They were falling back into position. And no way through for Hibernian Hibs. We were almost hit on the break a couple of times by Livingston. Pittman header at the back post was saved by Marshall. 22 minutes gone. And four substitution for Hibernian. Deutsch came on from Melkerson, who was injured. Changed to a 4 4 2. It made no difference whatsoever to the pattern of the game. And 30 minutes passed without Hibs having a decent effort at goal. Nubli almost made it to in very similar fashion. Chris Cadden stepped on the ball in midfield. Nubli onto the loose ball. He went past Portis again. And this time, David Marshall saved well low to his left hand side. Just for half time, Hibs did get an effort on target. Great cross left from Cabraja and Deutsch. The good downward header. But unfortunately for him, it was straight at George. Livingston won Hibs nil at the break Ryan Jacks just had a decent chance for Rangers uh, From the right side of the box A volley 
Um, but a decent enough save in the St Johnston goal It's half time at Pataudry, Roger Hanna It is and it's a very good half First half of football Aberdeen won, Motherwell won Stevie Hamill in his first game in charge His full time manager of well Would have been absolutely thrilled by the start they made up here Then just three minutes in Sean Goss from 25 yards Brought a terrific save out of the Dons goalkeeper Kellarus The fourth forced four corners in the opening 10 minutes and were well on top of the game amazingly though they almost lost a goal after 11 minutes there was no danger Beavis Mugabe playing a pass inside his central defensive partner Sondre Solholm Johansson but he slipped that allowed Bojan Miofsky a free run through and goal he really should have hit the target but he flashed the shot over the top Liam Kelly he then came off his line to bravely save at the feet of Miofsky from Vicente Bishowan's through ball after 16 minutes but the visitors were soon back on the front foot and they took a deserved lead after 20 minutes and it was a really well worked team goal Callum Slattery started the move good pass down the right flank to Connor Shields he took the ball as far as the byline and cut it back into the path of Blair Spittle who had come off the left flank and it was a smart finish beyond risk for 1-0 there's more trouble for Aberdeen after 29 minutes as Matty Kennedy limped off them in a debut for new winger Shaden Morris signed through the week from Fleetwood but that didn't stop Motherwell they were really pushing forward again Goss once again a shot from 20 yards it took a deflection and it slipped just inches the wrong side of the post for Motherwell Slattery then booked for a foul on Jaden Richardson and then out the blue three minutes before the break the Dons were level and another excellent goal Liam Scales on loan from Celtic made progress down the left hand side he swung in a delicious delivery and there was Boyan two goals last week against St Mirren Boyan Miofsky and he guided a header into the postage stamp corner absolutely no chance for Liam Kelly in the mother will go that lifted spirit around Petrodian substitute Morris flashed a shot wide from distance just before the break it really is all to play for in the second half Aberdeen won mother will won sounds like a cracking game there we've also got half time in Paisley David Friel half time Gordon St Mirren nil Ross County nil no goals but this has been a really good battle so far I wondered if the heat would take the edge off the game it is so warm but it's been the opposite this has been 100 mile per hour stuff at times and St Mirren will feel they should be ahead after a really positive first half display home side started well they were up for it Ryan Strain fired right from 20 yards in 10 minutes they've got a lot of muscle up front St Mirren Curtis Main Jonah Ayungu they were giving County a hard time they've thrown their their bodies about and it did get a bit tasty at times county captain Jack Baldwin was booting a few hours were lucky to dodge cards I think he's a real handful and he crashed a shot off the post in 19 minutes from the angle of the box that was probably St Man's best effort of the half but county haven't shown much at all in the final third some like them Dominic Samuel was played in towards the break but Charles Dunn who's been absolutely outstanding for St Man, was really quick to cover then Keanu Bacchus burst through for St Man in 42 minutes but he couldn't keep his shot down St Man are definitely on top but they can't find the breakthrough so far half time in Paisley St Man nil, Ross County nil. It's also half-time at Ibrooks Rangers lead St Johnson by a goal to nil as you would expect The game started with lots of Rangers possession Eventually St Johnson did wake up and arguably had the best chance of the opening stages There was a bit of confusion in the box when over the head of Ben Davis Borna Barisic did not deal with it And on the sort of slide Bear was falling over and he fired it just wide of John McLaughlin's post It didn't take too long for Rangers to get themselves in front after that and it was one of the men of the moment Malik Tillman an incredible leap to score a headed goal in Europe and he did it again this afternoon it eventually went out to James Tavernier who is a bit of an assist machine at times for Rangers he's chipped one up to the back post and there was Tillman slightly on the angle four yards out and a good header in off the crossbar that allowed Rangers to breathe a bit of a sigh of relief a bit more confidence there was also before that another Shot from John Lundstrom from outside the box Ryan Jack stung the palms of the goalkeeper Towards the end of the half As well So as things stand at the break at Ibrooks, Rangers 1, St Johnson 0 
And we'll do a full roundup of the halftime scores as well as your first half teaser answers and the winners next. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141-951-1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Halftime scores in the Scottish Premiership. Aberdeen 1, Motherwell 1, Livingston 1, Hibs 0. Rangers 1, St Johnson 0 and St Mirren 0, Ross County 0. In the Championship, Air United 1, Hamilton Ackies 1, Inverness 2, Cove Rangers 0, Queen's Park 1, Partick Thistle 0 and Wraith Rovers 0, Greenock Morton 0. In Scottish League 1, Alloa Athletic 1, FC Edinburgh 2, Clyde 0, Kelty Hearts 0, Dunfermline 0, Montrose 0, Falkirk 1, Peterhead 1 and Queen of the South 0, Airdrie 1. Into League 2, Albion Rovers 0, East Fife 0, Dumbarton 2, Annan Athletic 0, Forfar 1, Elgin 1, Stirling Albion 1, Stenhouse Muir 0, and Stranra 1, Bonnie Rig Rose 1. Uh, we could do some English Premier League scores to finish you off uh, this afternoon. The full time result it was Aston Villa 2, Everton 1. At the break, Arsenal 2, Leicester City 0, Brighton 0, Newcastle 0, Man City 3, Bournemouth 0, Southampton 0, Leeds 0. Wills nil, Fulham nil. Before we go any further, Hugh Keevens, if you are ready, let's announce the winners of this. The first half teaser. With the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. For the best football news and opinion online. The question was, name the last eight men who have scored in a Scottish Cup final and have at least one Scotland cap from any stage in their career. They are Ryan Jack, Ryan Christie, Lee Griffiths, Stephen Kingsley, Callum McGregor, Stuart Armstrong, Kenny Miller and Darren Barr. Darren Barr, lots of you got them though. I was really, really impressed with the standard. I don't know why I shouldn't be surprised. It's the same every week. Your knowledge is top drawer, but the three quickest today, Chris Charles in third place. Well done, Chris. Daniel Miller, well done to you. Daniel, you were second. And Dylan Patton was the winner of the first half teaser. Got a nice wee who am I for you after the break. So let's take a breather and we'll go back around the grounds after these, see if there are any changes, reflect on the opening 45s and speculate about what's to come after the break. The team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. 